welcome to the Flathead Beacon podcast. My name is Andy Viano, and I'm a staff writer at The Beacon. This week, I'll bring you inside the biggest stories of the last seven days and dive into the June 3rd cover story in the Flathead Beacon. It's on the graduating class of 2020 who got to pick up their diplomas this past weekend. But before we get into this week's show, a quick reminder that all of The Beacon's content in print and online is available free of charge. There are no paywalls and no subscriptions required. And to make that possible, we rely on the members of the Flathead Beacon Editors Club. So if you're able to make a contribution of as little as $5 per month, we'd love to have you as a member, and there are some great perks as well. You can learn more or sign up today at beaconeditorsclub.com. Stay tuned to the end of this podcast for the latest news, including results from the June 2nd primary election that was held in Montana. Until then, I'm going to share a conversation I had this week with a senior at Glacier High School who celebrated her graduation at Legend Stadium in Kalispell on May 30th. It was an unusual celebration, but one everyone was thrilled to have, especially after more than two months of remote learning and the cancellation of countless rites of passage for seniors in high school, including prom, awards banquets, and senior performances in theater, music, and sports. Now, as graduates, those seniors enter a world shaken by a devastating pandemic and a country currently engulfed in massive, fiery protests amid an already sagging economy. You can read a whole lot more about these seniors and the people who helped educate them for the last 13 years in my story in this week's Beacon, titled Prepared for an Uncertain Future. And now, here's a conversation with one of those students from the class of 2020. Hi, my name is Madison Alcorn. Um, I just graduated from Glacier High School. I will be attending Montana State University in Bozeman this fall. Yeah. What was Saturday like? I know it has been a long time since uh, you all got to be together as a class. What was it? What was the what was the ceremony like? And and what was it like just to be able to to spend some time with all of your classmates one last time? It was bittersweet. It was nice seeing everyone, but also it was sad that that was our last time and that we didn't really get to spend our last senior moments together. I was actually the very first person to walk because of my last name, Alcorn, so I was super nervous, but I had teachers who helped me. It was a super nice day. I couldn't have asked for better weather. I'm the last daughter of my family. I have two older sisters, and so knowing that I was the last one to leave the nest (laughs) at my house, it was kind of like, oh, like everyone's grown up, but it's exciting for sure to do the next step. Was there anything else about the ceremony that felt strange? I know the just visually the chairs kind of being six feet apart while there was a little a little weird. Did anything feel strange to you? Looking out in the stands, I saw people with masks on, and I was like, wow, that's like it was strange to me because it's not, obviously not how I envisioned my graduation to be. And also, whenever we got our diplomas, I was like, do I shake their hands? Do I not? And I was nervous about it being the first person to get my diploma. But it was super strange. I didn't shake their hand. And, like, my school counselor was Mr. Johnson. He was to the left of me. And he has been one of my biggest um, role models all throughout high school. And so I didn't – I wasn't able to shake his hand or hug him. And for me, that felt really strange. 
just not being able to be like, oh, like, thank you, and actually, like, touching each other. We had to watch our, our moves. And even walking out to the actual ceremony, the teachers stopped us and was like, make sure we're six feet apart, make sure we're six feet apart. And, like, it was just strange how everything was like, okay, like, remember, we can't be touching each other. Let, let's go back a few months, if you will, uh, to kind of the, the middle of March. I guess it was March 15th, I think, when the – when the announcement came down from the governor that, that schools were going to be closed, I think at that point for, for just the next week and then into spring break. I mean, what what was your immediate reaction? I mean, what, what were you and your friends talking about when when that, that announcement first happened? It's funny because me and my best friend, we were supposed to go to Mexico the next week. And so our first reaction was like, oh, shoot, we don't get to go on vacation, get out of the snow. And then... We didn't really know what was going on. It was, it felt surreal. Like it, like, I don't know. We obviously did not expect this to happen. We were watching it and talking about what was happening in China. And we were like, oh, that won't happen to us. And then next thing we know, it's happening to us. And we were like, oh, what do we, like, we can't do anything. Like, this is crazy. And it's not how we expected to um, spend our last year at high school. Yeah. What was, I wonder if, Back then, was there any thought that – did you think at that point, like, oh, well, I guess we're not coming back for the rest of the year, right? I mean, at, at what point did it start to sink in, I guess, a little bit that maybe this wasn't just going to be two weeks off, that it, that it was going to be the rest of the year, and that it was going to cancel a, a lot of stuff, you know, prom and, and spring activities and, and everything else that got caught up in, in the COVID closures? I remember they just, I think it was the day, April 24th, that they said they were going to announce whether they're still extending the um, no school. And so I remember, like, counting down the days to, uh, I believe it was April 24th or 12th, but I was like, are we going to go back to school? And we got the email. I remember my mom called me, and she was like, oh, you aren't going back to school? And that's whenever I realized, I was like, oh, like, there goes the rest of our year. That's, like... Whenever they first announced it, I had no idea. I thought we were going to have a prom. I thought we were going to have a senior gifts day. I had no idea that it, that was going to be the end. And um, yeah. But whenever they announced it for the second time that we weren't going to go back for longer, that's when I realized that it's we aren't going to go back. What was and, the feeling then? Do I mean, you remember what you were feeling like when, when you found that out? It was bittersweet. So... I actually had a very complicated four years at high school. I was born and raised in California, and I moved right before my freshman year. So um, having, like, a steady set group of friends were hard for me to find. And so I was kind of, like, relieved because I was like, oh, like, I don't have to worry about making more friends. Like, I can, like, do my homework from online. But at the same time, I was like, but my friends that I do have, I can't see them anymore. Like, and honestly, I'm not going to lie, I online um, classes were super hard for me, just finding the motivation to do it. And I had to have, like, my mom sit me down. My mom's an online teacher as well. And so she had to sit down with me and, like, help me do it and, like, help me find the motivation. And that was one of the most difficult parts for me. You mentioned Mr. Johnson. I, I talked to him a little bit earlier about you know, the, the senior class and, and how sort of unique it is. And I wonder if there's any part of you, you know, this is a pretty unique time to be graduating from high school, not just because of the unique last semester you had, but because there is a 
a pandemic going on and, and people are getting sick all over the world and you know the economy is is struggling and and now even in the last few days there are these giant protests everywhere i mean do you have you given much thought to the the world that uh, that you're entering right now i am just scared for what's going to happen next because i didn't expect covid-19 i didn't expect the protest and so i'm scared because if I didn't expect those, it's like, oh, no, like, what's next? Like, I can't do anything to prepare for it because I don't know. And especially going to college next year on my own without my parents, I rely on my parents for, like, during the pandemic, I was like, oh, I need my parents. Like, it was just nice knowing my family was around me. But since I'm going to be in college next year now, I'm like, oh, like, I'm actually on my own. I need to learn to live on my own. And I'm just scared for what's going to happen next. And how to prepare for it, I guess. Yeah. Do you think maybe, if I can put a positive spin on it for you, do you think maybe that having gone through the last few months, I mean, you, like you said, you didn't expect uh, the coronavirus and I'm sure didn't expect to to do remote learning, but you, you figured it out and you ended up getting through it and, and graduating. Do you think that experience of, of dealing with something unexpected and, and succeeding at least enough to come out the other end and and move on can help you or do do you not look at it that way? Yeah, I think a lot of positive things came out about it or out of it. Um I learned a lot about myself. I found myself writing and like a little diary at least um every other night and just I found out a lot about myself and I also learned how important my family was to me. Um before I would stay over at my friend's house however many nights my parents would allow me to but then I was forced to hang out with them and then that I realized I was like oh like my parents like I love them and like I was able to spend a lot of time with them which I didn't really appreciate before I also started like going on my like bike rides and my skateboarding rides throughout my neighborhood with my dog which I never I haven't done that for two years I think I just started taking the little things for granted like going out to eat, seeing my friends, being able to go out in public without wearing a mask. I started taking just the smallest stuff for granted. And I think COVID actually did show me like what I am thankful for. And um, yeah. Yeah, Madison, thank you very much for the time and congratulations again on uh, being a high school graduate and good luck uh, next year in Bozeman. Okay, thank you so much. Remember, you can hear more stories from the class of 2020 in this week's Flathead Beacon and online at flatheadbeacon.com. Now, here are the latest headlines as of 11 p.m. on Tuesday, June 2nd. Ballots were still being totaled late Tuesday night, but the results of the statewide mail-only primary election were mostly known, especially in the highest-profile races. It will be Mike Cooney and Greg Gianforte squaring off in November to replace Steve Bullock as Montana's governor after Cooney, Bullock's lieutenant governor, held off a challenge from Whitney Williams to win the Democratic nomination and U.S. Representative Gianforte comfortably won a three-man Republican race for his party's nomination. Gianforte's House seat will be filled by either Republican Matt Rosendale or Democrat Kathleen Williams both of whom won contested primaries on Tuesday. 
Rosendale's was the more competitive of the two, as the current state auditor and former U.S. Senate candidate held off five Republican challengers, including Secretary of State Corey Stapleton. There were no surprises in the other race for federal office, with term-limited Governor Steve Bullock and incumbent Steve Daines chosen as their respective party's nominees for U.S. Senate. For full election results, including from several contested races in Flathead County, check out flatheadbeacon.com. Elsewhere, Glacier National Park officially has an opening date, and it's Monday, June 8th. Glacier has been closed since March 24th in response to the novel coronavirus outbreak, and last week, park officials released a plan outlining what reopening would look like. The June 8th opening date applies only to the park's west entrance and would allow vehicle access on going to the Sun Road up to the Lake McDonald Lodge. The park's eastern entrances, which are on the Blackfeet Indian Reservation, will be closed at least through June 30th. For full details on the closures and a handy rundown of what's open and what isn't, visit flatheadbeacon.com. A vicious windstorm that blew through the Flathead Valley on Sunday left as many as 37,000 Flathead Electric Co-op members without power, and some of those members may remain in the dark until Thursday. Public Relations Officer Wendy Ostrom Price said the storm caused the most significant outages the co-op has ever experienced. Sunday's storm generated winds of up to 69 miles per hour and uprooted trees and caused property damage throughout the region. In other news, Flathead Valley Community College announced last week that it is moving up the start of its fall semester, aligning its calendar with that of the state's two flagship schools. FVCC's fall semester will run from August 24th to November 25th, allowing students to return home before Thanksgiving and not come back again until after the first of the year. Administrators say students will be able to take in-person, online, or hybrid courses this fall. Registration for the fall semester is currently open, and information is available at fvcc.edu. And finally, Montana Raceway Park in Kalispell announced last week that it would be closing down for good, ending a stretch of nearly 30 years of stock car racing on the quarter-mile paved oval just north of town. John and Sharon Slack built the track in 1991, and at its heyday, it was considered one of the preeminent short tracks in the nation. Recent years have been tough, however, and the Thornton family, which has owned the facility since 2007, cited declining attendance, participation, and a rash of vandalism and thefts in their decision to close down. That's all the news for today. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a rating or review. And if you haven't already, please subscribe by searching for Flathead Beacon wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back next Wednesday with another new episode. Until then, thanks for listening.